Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're going to be talking about reaching your full potential. Like That sounds intense. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, never mind. Let's not talk about that. It's too intense. <laughs> too overwhelming like what what the heck does that even mean I don't know but I wanted to say like off the bat before we even start talking about this topic that for anyone out there listening just so you know we don't really have a plan like Veronica and I get together right before we do these podcasts it's probably evident to you but we get together right before we do these (laughs) podcasts we're like so like what should we talk about this week and then without fail one of us has had some kind of experience that brought a topic to the forefront and then we take that topic and we run with it so yep. this week it's what what is it <laughs> reaching, oh, your, reaching full your full potential. potential what's even more funny is I have that written down right in front of me <laughs> Emily are you reaching your full potential clearly not <laughs> clearly not <laughs> so Brian, uh, why don't you talk about how this idea came about yeah, for sure. So um, I was talking with a coworker and I was sharing some knowledge of plants um, with him. And he was like, how, how do you know about all this? You know? And I was like, you know, I know a lot of things. Like, he's like did you go to school? <laughs> I said, I know a lot of things about a lot of things. I was like, I know a lot of things about plants. And he's like, oh, you go to school? And I'm like, oh yeah. And, and so we talked about that. And he's like, well, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. And, and so like the way he's, he's like, oh, but first it was really sweet. He's like, you know, not to take this wrong or anything. I like, I don't want you to take this wrong or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like prepped it like that, like no offense, but you know, what are you doing here? Why do you have this job? Exactly. <laughs> Why are you here when you've got all this knowledge? And then I had all these reasons I was telling him as to why. I'm not doing like working in with plants. Like why haven't I, why didn't I choose that path? Um, and then of course I came up with way more ideas after in the car. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, there, and there's this, and there's this reason, and there's this reason. Like, but what really happened was it got me thinking, um, which always happens. I always self-evaluate, you know, it's like that plague of self-evaluation of like, am I reaching my full potential? Am I, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the world? Like I have all this knowledge and what am I doing with it? Like I'm sharing it with my coworker as I'm walking out the door. Like, is that good enough? Um, so yeah, that's kind of how this came up. And I was like, um, just in life, you know, in life. And, and also I think about magically and in my spiritual life, like, am I, you know, like, oh, there's that full moon that's come and gone. Didn't do anything there. You know, <laughs> oh, what moon phase is it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, maybe judging myself about it and sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Wondering. Wondering. So, yeah. so just out of curiosity, after you had all these 500 million thoughts, yeah. did you, 
did you like come to a place where you like, well, if I was living up to my full potential, my life would look like blah, blah, blah. I, I really actually, I kind of went down the rabbit hole of like, if I had chosen that path to work with plants, what that would have looked like. Uh-huh. And this is crazy. Those of us who have very active brains, like <laughs> a lot of people do, but I swear this was in the matter of five minutes, maybe yeah, like that's how it works so fast. So fast. <laughs> As I'm walking to my car and starting my car up, you know, it's like, this is all, you know, after I said goodbye, I'm like, this is all that's in my head. And yeah, so I kind of unraveled that and I was like, oh, wow, that's (laughs) like, oh, that looks like hard. Like that looked hard to me. And it, it felt like maybe I was like, so not like maybe I chose easy path. Like I'm putting quotation easy, um, because what I do is not easy. But, you know, it may be easier than what my vision was in my head if I had traveled down that path of plants, you know, and actually chose to, like, be a clinical therapist. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what happened, like, the five minutes after. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that looks, that, that looks really hard. Nah, forget that. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to look yeah. my full potential, but it's still <laughs> hanging there. Like it still hangs there. That's why I brought it up with you. I was like, oh yeah. So it's still there of like, yes, I have all these gifts. Like I have these hobbies. I have these, you know, things that I pursue and learn. And like, I'm just in like a learning person. I like to learn. Um, there's nothing wrong with learning a whole bunch of stuff and not necessarily using it for your greater career or even to share with other people. If it's like totally fulfilling you to just have that information and be able to like hang in your garden and know what you're doing, isn't that enough? Yeah, that's good. Cause I, Oh, I had another thing that happened was like, uh, you know, knowing stuff about plants. Like I was watching a, an outdoor show with my daughter yesterday and the guy was like, oh, there, you know, there's poison ivy. We got to stay away from poison ivy. And I, I was like, that's not, that doesn't look like poison ivy. And I, we don't even have poison ivy here. We have poison oak. But I was right. like, I'm pretty sure that's not poison ivy. That looks like a maple tree. Like, what is he thinking? Like, that <laughs> literally looks maple. And then like five minutes in the show, he's like in his book and he's looking at his like plant ID. And he's like, oh, that's not poison ivy. <laughs> I was like. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, and you know, it's interesting. I know a lot about plants. I don't know as much as you do. And I don't know the same types of things you do, but I am very often surprised when I'm out and about and I see something and I just know what it is. Yes. And I often know what it's used for magically or medicinally. And I don't know where that knowledge came from. Cause I never studied plants. I think just over time living in the world, hanging out with you and other herbalists that I know, um, some of those things have sort of seeped in, but that's practical application. You know, that's like enhancing your experience as a human because it can help you and it's fun. Yes. And I feel like, I guess this kind of, this kind of ties into this idea of like a Renaissance woman of like, like being a complete full person, Mm -hmm. like not just knowing one thing, you know, but, but knowing a lot of different things and how that makes you a full, complete person, you know? Totally. Totally. Well, and I think this also applies to our magical practices, right? Because sometimes it can feel like 
um, like we're not living up to our full potential. Like you were saying, oh, and the, you know, that, that moon phase just passed and I don't even know what freaking sign we're in right now. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh my God, I did that spell and it's still sitting on my altar and I never, yeah, exactly. It. Um, <laughs> I know I was cleaning off my desk a while ago and I came across this spell that I had done like over a year ago. And I was like, oh, no. oh look at this bundle I was supposed to bury out in the yard. Hmm. I better yep. take care of that because I don't know what's happening with that energy. <laughs> definitely, definitely not there as much. <laughs> right. But is At the all. point of practicing magic, is the point of being a witch is, is your, the point of your spirituality to like be the most awesome one there is, or is it to enhance your life and Mm -hmm. your enjoyment of being human, you know, in this body, in this time, ultimately, isn't that what your spiritual path is supposed to be about? Yeah. Yeah. It's not about like getting an A plus, like, you know, reaching the finish line first, you know, like when, you think about like, oh, my full potential. It's like, it's, that is constantly, constantly evolving. You know, we're, we're just like constantly evolving. It's not like, oh, this is what a full, you know, your my full potential looks like. And it's all predestined and, and written. And the second I get there, then all my whole life will be better. <laughs> I'll be a better person. My life will be better. All my problems will be solved. And, you know, it'll be amazing. (laughs) Right. I don't think we ever truly arrive. Mm -mm. I don't think that's what life is about. I think it's about the journey. You know, as, as a therapist who has trained other therapists, I always tell clinicians when, especially when they're first starting out, the minute you think there's nothing left to learn is the minute you should stop doing this job. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just true about life. I think, I mean, I do, I feel like, I mean, that's, that is what it's, we're constantly learning. And the the second you stop learning or questioning, even the idea of questioning, like, you know, then you start, you stop evolving. Yes. And that honestly, I feel like for me, I'm like, just dig me a grave now. Like, (laughs) whoa, (laughs) sorry. Kind of kind of intense, but I have definitely seen that image in people and I don't like that. And I wouldn't want that like of not growing, of being stagnant. Totally. It's funny. This is making me think about my grandmother. I remember I saw I was a massage therapist in one of my many, you know, jobs, incarnations of self and one of the many things I've learned and I used to give massages to my family so my grandma was visiting one time and she was in her 80s at the time and her early 80s and she got up on the table you know I I left the room and I said I'll be back in a minute and you know get undressed and get under the blankets and when I came back in she's leaning over the edge of the table staring at the underneath knocking on the wood and I'm like Grandma, what are you doing? She's like, this is so interesting how they put this together. What kind of wood do you think this is made out of? Do you see this pulley system? And I just think that's a great testament to this like ongoing curiosity because that's how she rolled through her entire life. She she died when she was 95, but all the way up till the end, she was like, tell me about this thing. We should look that thing up. Let's find out about what, where this leaf came from, you know, or- Mm. 
what this type of bird is or who made this. She and I used to go on wanders through like stores, just touching things. <laughs> feel oh. this fabric. What is this fabric like? You know, what are the different textures? And I mean, I, she's definitely like clearly a hero for me, as you can probably hear in my voice. I know I'm already getting, I'm getting choked up just I listening you. to you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, well, I freaking love my grandma and I love her forever and always. And one of the amazing things that she taught me is to always be curious and to always see the beauty in things. I mean, even when she was, you know, a couple of years before she died and she was, she had had a stroke. And so she had some struggles with memory stuff um, and would get forgetful, but we would still be out and the moon would come up and she'd be like, pull over, let's look at the full moon. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. We'd pull over in the side of the road, you know, and go, or we'd go driving out deeper into the country. So there wasn't so much light so we could look at the moon. And, you know, my grandma was not technically a witch, although I think she was. But, <laughs> <laughs> you but, don't have to use that name. <laughs> right. It's just that ongoing, like wonder and connection to the world around you. And, and I believe that's what is living up to our full potential, being able to drink in and, and find the wonder in awe and be open to learning. It doesn't necessarily matter how you use that knowledge. I mean, as long as you're not, as long as you're only using your powers for good, right. Yes. You don't want to like yes. know how to do something and then be bad with it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> by hurting yeah. other people, let me be specific. Um, but you know, continuing to learn, it makes us grow as people. And that has a ripple effect. You know, that, that coworker that you told yep. about that plant yesterday, he's probably going to remember that. And like, wow, someone at a party, They're like, dude, <laughs> exactly. you know, what kind of plant that is? Check it out. It's part of the pineapple family, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, how did you know that? <laughs> right. Just really smart lady I work with. <laughs> I love that story about your grandma. And I, I, you know, I feel like it's like, it's like, it's like how you live your life, you know, yes. like it's not about the things that you do or what you get done. It's like who you are and how you live your life, you know? And if you're, you, you know, meet the world with curiosity and, you know, you, you know, follow your happiness. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that is, I mean, how is that not reaching up to your full potential, you know? Right. Exactly. And bringing it back to your spiritual path. It's the same thing, you know? So, so what if you missed the last lunar cycle, setting your intention or pulling your cards or whatever it might be? Yes. Those things are all anchor points to help keep us more connected to a regular practice but it doesn't mm -hmm. make you less of a witch or less spiritual because you didn't do those things, right? It's really about meeting those things with wonder and awe and, yes. and learning, you know, it's like, oh, well, what is this plant for? Oh, what could this stone be used for? Oh, what, what animal am I connecting with right now? You know, how, how are the elements tying into this day? And yeah. So I feel like that. I mean, and I think I feel like that follows you magically. Like, you know, you follow where your interest is going, you know, as yes. opposed to like, oh, like I always pull a card every day. And if I don't pull a card every day, then I fail, you know, right. like, no, and then, eh, no. yeah, 
and then you start and then you start feeling guilty because oh I stopped pulling a card every day like I'm not doing my practice but you're noticing that like yeah maybe you're you know drawn towards the stones more and you're curious about that it's like okay we'll go towards there now it's time to learn about that mm-hmm. like going towards your curiosity and and that's where the learning lies you know and that's how you're going to enrich your practice right and it's also the simple things, right? It's the simple things as you move through through your day. Like I remember I was teaching the priestess path and we were doing the elemental section and we were talking about air. And one of the women was talking about right before we had come together that day, she had been in a parking lot and the wind where she was, was just whipping. And she was feeling that intense connection to the wind and like standing there and just reveling in it. Like, oh, this is amazing, right? And that is magic. I would argue that some people might, might say that I'm, that's not true. I believe mm-hmm. that is magic. When you take that extra moment to just connect with, wow, this wind is whipping through my entire being. What an intense and wild feeling this is. You're tapping into the magic of the moment, the energy of air, super elemental. Like it can be mm-hmm. that simple. And I think I, my message, I always want to tell people is to tap into what's happening in the moment because your magic is that simple. It can be much more complex. We can make it as complex as we want to. We can layer as many different elements and tools and whatever we want to do as, as big as, you know, go big, you can totally go big, but you can also go real small and it can have just as much impact on you emotionally, spiritually, physically, And again, there's a ripple effect from that because you are then influencing the energies around you, the people around you from your experience, whether you realize it or not. Wow. I really, I love that story about that woman. Cause I'm like, oh, it actually took me to a moment recently where we had like a a rain that just came. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just walked out of work and the rain just started coming and I just like took my mask off and I literally was like standing there with like, you know, just allowing the the rain to just like wash me like right after work. And I was, and I saw everybody like huddled in their coats and everything, you know, like everybody's like covering up and I'm just like, oh yeah, like, like here we go rain and just like really connecting with that rain coming down and so grateful for that moment. you know yes yeah and that and I feel like you know you just bring up that I that thought of of being in the present you know when we think when we say like oh reaching our potential it's like reaching that's like the action of you know so that's something you're actually moving towards and it's like constantly in the future yeah constantly in the future Mm -hmm. constantly in the future when it's like like what about now like what's happening right now and being present with what's happening for you right now in this moment. Right. And I think, I mean, I think looking forward is not always a bad thing, but it's when you live in the future that it becomes not conducive to nourishing you emotionally, spiritually, however you want to look at it. Um, If your entire life is living for this future moment, then you're missing all the magic and beauty and power that is right now, right here. And And I don't know about you, but it bogs me down and I get fear. Yeah. Like that is what comes up. Yep. 
Yeah. I'm real good at fear. I got, I got great anxiety, <laughs> huge copious amounts of anxiety. I was taking an, uh, an Enneagram, Enneagram test the other day. And it was asking all these questions about like, do you think about the worst possible scenario? And I was like, yes, I always think about the worst possible scenario and I plan for it. Like <laughs> I am prepared for anything. <laughs> flood i have a kayak you know like <laughs> <laughs> earthquake we got supplies yeah. like i i mean i'm like bring it no don't bring just kidding universe don't bring it. But, um but i get it you know there's there's that future planning the, the key is for me anyway when i start to get into that future mindset to reel it back into what can i do right this second that's going to be the action that i take in this moment to help the future kind of stay in the future. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Yep. Well, and then, and then also like what future are you looking to and why are you going there? Like, uh, like I have, I've definitely gone down the path of like, oh, I'm going to choose like this future because I need more money. And then right. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make me happy. Right. Like this, this path towards this is not making me happy and maybe yep. I'll get more money. Am I going to be happy? Oh, I'm not right now. So I'm going to have to change the course. Like, you know, totally. I remember when I decided to go to graduate school and I had a, um, a chiropractor I was seeing it at, at the time. And he was like, you know, there's no money in therapy. And I was <laughs> like, okay. Like, I didn't know that's why I was choosing it because that wasn't the plan, but, uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was going to be a therapist, but decided that that wasn't the thing to do. You know, that wasn't the thing that was going to make me money. And I, and, and he's right. There's not a lot of money in therapy. I mean, there might be, if you have a specialty and, you know, go down a certain road, but that's not why I chose this path. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when you, you know, I am provided for thankfully, um, which I'm super grateful for, but it, you know. I'm not living in a mansion in some Bel Air place. Is that in LA? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. For some reason, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is what popped in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's what, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what is your intent in life? Is it to be happy and enjoy life to the fullest? Is that living up to your full potential? Or is it to have all these material things? Because let me tell you, you can't take it with you. Yep, exactly. And I've definitely felt that pressure from outside forces of like, this is what your full potential is and having to distinguish between what other people are putting upon me yes. and, and, and what I want for myself, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that's a whole nother thing in the mix of like, oh, well, wait, is, is that like having that, you know, my coworker come to me with that. It was like, okay, is is that his projection of like, uh-huh. he sees me super knowledgeable and is wondering what the heck are you doing as a bakery supervisor? You know, right? <laughs> like, why aren't you, you know, doing, you know, being a cl- an herbal clinician, like, why aren't you, you know, doing all of that stuff? You know, you, you, you did anatomy, you did all of this stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, that wasn't what I went into it thinking. I didn't go into all of this for that I, because I love the natural world and I love plants. I, it wasn't like, oh, this is going to be a job, you know? <laughs> well, and I, I guess I also, I don't know how relevant this is to this topic, but I feel like it's important to point it out. So I'm going to, you know, our viewpoint changes depending on where we are in life. So, you know, what'd you say? This guy's in his twenties. 
mm-hmm. and you're in your forties and you have a family. And yeah. so, you know, your priorities are going to be different around like retirement and benefits and, yep. you know, things don't heal up as easy as they did in your twenties. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah. I've had like three doctor's appointments this week. I'm like, what is happening to my body? <laughs> Changing. Yeah. Yeah. It all takes a little more work and maintenance. And so some of those things that you, in your twenties, you're like health insurance, whatever. I'm cool. Yep. Yeah. You're not as cool. Maybe when you get older and you <laughs> might, you might have different priorities and different needs. And so living up to your full potential takes a really different meaning. Um, you know, it's, it's having the security perhaps, mm-hmm. and, and then enjoying all the things that, you know, love and learn, but not necessarily making those your life's purpose. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Being a and then supervisor is not your life's purpose either. It's just part of the fabric of things. That's what's happening. Right? <laughs> that's where I am right now. And it's part of who I am. And I, I love what I do. If I right. didn't, I wouldn't do it. Right. Like I have so much fun. Like, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just seeing a whole fun little scenario that happened in the, the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, I literally probably was laughing so loud. Like the whole store heard me and everybody was coming like, what is going on right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I feel like I love, I like that you said that about, yeah, just, I feel like there are projections too, you know, and that people do like, oh, okay, they're in different parts of their life and they might project things onto you of what they think is important, Yeah, you know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think that I feel that magically as well as like, you know, you, I mean, some people may have shamed you, you know, of like, well, why, why didn't you do anything, you know, for that holiday? Like, well, belting came and went and you did nothing like, or you even might shame yourself. Like that came and went, didn't make a head reef. Like I do every year. What the heck's wrong with me? <laughs> well, and you know, I want to, I want to speak that just brought up something for me that I see a lot. I see people referring to themselves as baby witches online. Have I talked about this before? No. Oh, I feel like I'm having deja vu probably because I have this internal dialogue with myself frequently, but it drives me crazy because it, it speaks to, um, you know, when you think of somebody as like a baby, it sounds kind of demeaning. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, we're all at different stages of learning and different stages of our own path, but that doesn't mean that you're like a baby and you don't know anything, you know, so much more than you think you do. And you're still learning. Yep. Um, yep. But I've also seen people shamed for being in that situation of like not knowing something or saying something that was wrong instead of being like, Hey, well, what about looking at it from this direction? People are like, well, you did that wrong. And it has to be this way. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's let's reel that back in a little bit because that's not cool. Like we're all learning. And this is how we learn by supporting each other, by sharing what we know, by asking if people have looked at things from another angle, but that doesn't make them like wrong or bad. Yeah, there's no judgment. Yeah, they're not stupid or you're you're a baby. You know, like I don't know why that bugs me so much. It makes me crazy. Uh, But yeah, it definitely has a sense of disempowerment. That's when you said that. That is disempowerment. It's like taking power, like your own power away, because you don't because you don't have the knowledge. Right. And so you might not have all the knowledge that you want to have in the whole your whole lifetime. 
but you have knowledge. Yes, girl. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It's like, yes. So you, you are a witch and you're learning, you know, and we're all learning, like no matter how many years, you know, like, like, I I think we did a podcast, the ghost seeking podcast and you like busted out some stuff. And I was like, I literally, I have no idea what you're saying right now. I don't know (laughs) what this is. Like I've been, you know, I've been talking to spirits like for a long time. I don't know what this is. Like I, (laughs) because you don't actually need props, but you know, no, you don't need them, but they're there and it's really fun. And I like, wow, this is really cool learning for me right now. This could actually be a tool for me at some point, you know? Um, but I didn't judge myself for not knowing it, you know, and you didn't shame me. wait (laughs) I was like I didn't feel shame you know like (laughs) what you don't know you know you call yourself a ghost seeker I'm like no I'm not a ghost seeker (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good point though you know it's it's just it's about learning and staying open and then we I we I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here although I might be doing it but um but whatever it's just it's what it is Reaching your full potential. Reaching your full potential means staying open, open to learning and curious, finding the wonder and awe and present. Yes. Yeah. 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 I bought a bracelet last summer when I was in Connecticut. My friend Sarah and I uh, went over to this really cool jewelry shop, which was so dangerous, but they had these bracelets that were like really thin silver bracelets that were imprinted with different things. And mine's the one I chose says be present. Cause that was my word for, for last year was presence. And I actually, today I took it off cause I went and got a massage this morning, but I've been wearing it a lot lately just to remind myself, like be present, stay in the moment, stay open to what's happening right now. And it's just such a better state of being. Mm-hmm. It really, it really, I mean, and then you can create from that space so much, so much more than like, just looking down the line and like, this is the way it should be this way it needs to be or blah, blah, blah. And just like putting all that stuff on yourself and, you know, that's my full potential. My full potential is making a hundred thousand dollars a year and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, or whatever that might be for somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. pulling a card every day of the year oh my gosh I didn't do it today you know <laughs> bad witch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like let that go you know yes let it go you didn't need that card today whatever guess that not. was guess what maybe it wasn't the right card <laughs> exactly so. well thanks Emily for writing this for me because this was at, like literally in my present in my present emotional realm and yeah percolating on it that so thank you everyone for writing this wave with me tuning in to what's happening (laughs) in our presence exactly maybe it will resonate with something in yours yeah all right well till next time everyone keep it magical and for the record this is our 99th episode whoa the 99th episode of the witch next door (laughs) is all about reaching your full potential love it (laughs) <laughs> what does a hundred mean? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I guess <laughs> you better listen next week to find out. Great. <laughs> right. So I think I said it already, but I'll say it again. Keep it magical. See you later. 
Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you could do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or, wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> must be some, there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.